Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello! And welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, or... Evening, Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me as always is... Hello, Lee Michael Kimbrell. What is going on, nasty boys and girls across the quarantined world? How you guys doing? Hanging in there. They're good. They're Hanging good. Hanging in there. Seems They're like good. you're doing okay. May, you know, there might be a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, even if it's far away off. We're yeah. staying optimistic. We're staying good. Yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a crack in the foundation. There's a bit of a crack in the foundation. I don't know. I've The last couple days... I've been in a decent spirits, man. Right, me too. Oh, Mike Webster. Oh, hit it with the Mikey Webs. It's mm. a soda water because Billy is not drinking tonight because he fucking almost killed himself over the weekend. <laughs> Jesus, I tried. <laughs> God, what, what were your odds that I was going to make it through that? I think that the odds of you and your wife actually finishing three cases of White Claw were, that was a long shot. Oh, but man. That was a long shot. That was like 60 to 1. And you guys nailed it. I was so close. Yeah, you almost fucking got it. If you had parlayed it with something else, who knows? That's true. And you know, here's the thing. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it when it's happening. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little, win a lot, like Lee said, try a parlay. Do it. For instance, if you if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Cha-ching. So if you're going to bet this season, if it happens, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. Because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, if it happens, don't just sit on the sidelines like you are right now. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, what will they do, Lee? They're going to double that shit, baby. Double your first deposit. Yeah. What a deal. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit my bookie. Visit, like a Sean Connery. Visit my bookie. Visit my bookie. (laughs) Dot A-G today. I don't know where that accent went, but you play, you win, you You get get paid. Fuck yeah. Killer read there, Billy boy. Thanks. I stumbled a little bit. Got a little too horny during it, but during. During voiceting. Who knows, man? I like it. I like European Bill. I just don't feel safe in it, you know? You don't feel safe in that space? I don't. Would you say that you feel safe in this home? I do. Safe-ish. Maybe if your neighbor wasn't such a dipshit. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but, you know, who knows? There, I think that we are safe here in the Vorporium 2.0. I think so. We're atop the castle. There's one way that I could think about that you could be a bit safer, you yeah. know? Just because home security, when it comes to home security, there's just two ways that huh? you can go about protecting it. What are those? There's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation job that costs a small fortune. No one has time Which for that. is also sketchy because then you got a technician coming into your house. Yeah. Or there's the other way. Simply Safe. Simply Safe. Tell me more. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection. It's a two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award, so you know that shit's good. Good deal. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get a comprehensive protection for your entire home. You get outdoor cameras and doorbell alerts, and the doorbell alerts you to anyone approaching your home. You got entry, motion, and glass-breaking sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there. But what's truly mar- remarkable about Simply Safe is you can set it up the system all by yourself. What? You don't need to bring in someone to your home. Anyone can do it. It takes about 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. That's great. So you'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice, 24-7, baby. Mm. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. That's a deal. 50 cents a day, two bubble gums, baby. <laughs> it's why The Verge calls Simply Safe, quote, the best home security system. So what we need the nasty boys and girls to do is go to simplysafe.com slash team today, and you're going to get free shipping. That's crazy. Which is nuts. Free shipping and even crazier, a 60-day risk-free trial. Why not do this? Two months of it, free shipping. You do it yourself, go for it. Just go to simplysafe.com. You've got nothing to lose. Go now. Be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Not team. bad. There you go. Team, baby. Team, team, team. Oh, man. You know what? I feel like once this whole thing's up and running, this whole country gets back together, a lot of people are going to be looking for jobs. Yeah, that goes without saying. The, you know, the perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. So when you need to find that next person to help your business, LinkedIn Jobs will match the right talent with your open role. Ding, ding, ding. LinkedIn. I mean, I've I've used LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, it's been great. It's it's helped me create a network that like, you know, if like it's a good safety net to have. Yeah. If, if, if you have a job, like you can go back and connect and network with other people within the field you have now and showcase your skills, go back. And it's and purely professional. Right. Yeah. I like that. I like that you go there and it's just it's just professional. It's your resume. It's other people's resumes. People are there for business. Right. You're not going to see like some dumb meme. And if you do, that's a big red flag. Yeah. And you don't want to be <laughs> and you don't want to be working with that person. Well, unless their business is memes. Then you're like, man, that's pretty good. That guy is killing it. Send him my resume. So I think it's great. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn's job screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for. So you can hire the right person fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. That's how LinkedIn makes sure your job post is seen by the people you want to hire. People with the skills, qualifications, and other interests that will help your business grow. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. Easy enough. That's crazy. Eight seconds. That's wild. One Mississippi. Two Mississippi. Three Mississippi, 
four Mississippi, five Mississippi, six Mississippi, seven Mississippi, eight Mississippi. You got the job. job. Fuck yeah. Coming on. (laughs) And why companies rate LinkedIn jobs the number one hiring platform for quality hires. Um, Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. That's pretty killer. Just visit LinkedIn.com slash team. That's LinkedIn.com slash team. To get your $50 off your first job post, terms and conditions apply. Because they always do, baby. When don't they? God, those reads were hot. Hit it. We did it. We fucking did it, man. You'd think that we'd be rusty and freaking out about the world crumbling around us and we'd come and stutter through our reads, but alas, no, you'd be it. wrong. You'd be you would have made that bet on mybookie.ag and you would have lost your money. It's a bad prop because bet. we're still running hot over here in nasty world. Hold on, babe, did we nail those reads? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Our only audience member. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think she's about to buy Simply Safe for your home. I think so. I think I am. Who I'll, knows? I'll put money on it on my bookie. And, and then I'll look for a job <laughs> to be an installer on LinkedIn. Even though anybody's an installer with Simply Safe because it just takes like 30 minutes on your own to do. That's crazy. Not fucking bad, baby. Not bad at all. Oh, sweet billion. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I don't have it. Uh, I just. My vape. Yeah. That's what the cough is. It's Which is worse, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I I have a cough because I jewel too much. Yeah, <laughs> I hit my vape too much, so I don't have the rice arona. <laughs> did you, babe, did you like that line, rice arona? Loved it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you two seem to be holding up well. We are. We're doing pretty well. We have, yeah. Go ahead. No, we're great. We're doing really well. We've only gotten in one fight. Good times. One one fight's pretty good ratio. God damn, I can't believe it's already been twenty eight days. I know. It's a month, dude. I know. That doesn't feel right. No, it doesn't, but we've all accepted this new normal and found ways to work around it. And also you said we aren't freaking out or anything because I think we got a lot of our system last week. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. God, last week. <laughs> oh, that was brutal. I went back and listened to it, man. I was it sounded like I was doing an impression of somebody who was drunk. Like I was <laughs> so overly drunk. I slurred my words so hard. I was jogging like this. We and both it, did. Dude, and it was like something out of a movie, man. I'm talking we ripped this two and a half hour megapod. Yeah. <laughs> Billy hits it with like, you know, the nice genuine good luck. Just just a good ending note yeah. really holds it together. And I'm seeing him like halfway through the close. I'm like, oh, Bill's getting emotional. And he smacked the button and ended the recording. And, dude, we just started fucking weeping. Yeah, we bawled real hard. We were so <laughs> drunk and emotional. <laughs> we did a podcast for two and a half hours. Yeah, we poured our souls into it. Yeah, we did. It felt good. It, it was a good really one. really good. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that and you're listening to this one for some reason, finish this one, but go back and listen <laughs> to last week's because it it's, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good, and it was it was very therapeutic for both of us. It was. We managed to even talk a little baseball, but we talked comedy and just talk. I don't know yeah. our fucking lives now, our worlds. Yeah, and we've. I think we've adjusted pretty well. I think. How how often does it hit you? And you know, I'm not saying like full blown crocodile wailing tears. Sure, but I'm. I I think, I think I've cried a couple times a week, every week. Yeah. Twice yeah, I think twice a week is about it, and it happens mm. at night. Yeah, it happens at. 
Yeah, well, see, I'm not, like, chained to the computer. I get that. Like, that's a whole different level of psychosis where it's like you your freedom is taken away and then you're at your house and you're chained to this laptop or whatever emails are coming in or whatever phone calls sure. are coming in. And it just, people are just like, their agency is gone. Like, yeah. we're just, you just kind of, on everyone else's time, you're on your time, but right. if you're working from home, you just feel even more trapped. Well, it wasn't like that much of an adjustment for me because... You worked at home. I worked from home. The only difference was nights, where, like, we would go out and do comedy. Yeah. And that's just shifted from doing comedy to playing a lot more video games. Yeah. You know, yeah. What, I, you know what I miss? Hmm. The simple pleasure of ordering a drink from a bartender. Oh, what did, what did you what did you say, sweet cheeks? I said I said I can't wait until I sit down and someone brings me my food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yes, I just want that. I miss interactions with servers and and mm-hmm. bartenders because they're good. I, I just like I love that. I love the give and take. Yeah. I like tipping well. Me too. I like saying thank you. I like giving a quick jab. Like I just I I just miss being. A social creature. Me too. I miss standing on that rail at Motor and yeah. leaning over the bar, giving Jim Bundy a massive hug. Yeah. And I said to Alicia, as soon as like this is over, we could go back to Motor. I want Jim Bundy to be there. I'm gonna be at the corner of the bar. I want him to Sam Malone me. Yeah. A fucking white claw. all the way down. All the way down. Claw. Well, see, that's what's funny is I've uh, I've I've kept a pretty decent handle on my drinking. It could be better. Mm. I drink. I drink. Uh, not every night, just about every night, not to inebriation, but a couple nights a week, I'll get a nice buzz going on. Yeah. And it's so funny that like when this is all said and done, White Claw will be like a pretty significant part of like a lot of people's quarantine stories. That's ours. You know what I'm saying? It's like during World War One, it was like bathtub gin and all this (laughs) stuff. But now it's us. It's just like the second flavor pack. I've gone through five cases of them. It's so good. The watermelon's a revelation. Yeah, drown my sorrows in fucking tangerine white claw. (laughs) Have you mixed a tangerine in the watermelon? No. It's really good. God, we're such pussies compared to back then. You know what I'm saying? God, this yeah. will put hair on your chest, <laughs> and we're just like, I fucking hate the limes. <laughs> also, I need to shave my chest. Dude, I, I put vodka. I had vodka Ooh. sodas last night with White Claw and vodka. Oh. And dude, I mean, two of them. Ass smacked. Done. Yeah, dude. Ass smacked. There is nothing holding that together. Like, did you put ice in there? Yeah. Okay, that's the only type of yeah. non-booze in it. Yeah, I know. It's wild. That's, yeah, that's a We watched A-bomb. Knives Out. Have you seen that yet? Dude, I heard it rule. It is such a good whodunit. It is so fucking entertaining. And yeah. Daniel Craig, Rules. Bond boy, he's got this thick southern drawl, mm-hmm. and he does it really well now. I tell you, he does it really well now. And it's just great. I mean, his <laughs> piercing blue eyes, it's fun. It's just fun. It's kind of campy. Great, great music. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. What was the, he was in a uh, Soderbergh movie where he played another guy from the South. Oh yeah, uh, Tim Adam Driver, Channing Tatum. Oh yeah, um, it's um, it's like the brothers or something. Yeah. It's like a set of brothers. It's their last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they're robbing yeah. the Charlotte Speedway. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. The movie rules. Yeah, I haven't seen it. What? Oh God, I want to know what that's called. Oh. Yeah, because I, I'm a sucker for Daniel Craig. 
Yeah, and we, we were FaceTiming the other day. Morgan, my girl, hasn't seen any Bond movies. What? Yeah, she's never. Oh, yeah, you probably don't recall. We, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's we'll right. That. Yeah, we were we were chatting it up. It was so fun. You called Dua Lipa Luo Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, who, who's Duo Lipo? <laughs> oh, such a hillbilly. Yeah, <laughs> but it's such a good album. Yeah. Oh, that, it, it, that album's amazing. That and the new so Thundercat good. album are so good. Thundercat, you turned me onto that, and it fucking smacks. God, he yeah. rules. I just want to party with him one night. There are two tracks back to back on the Duo Lipo album that are so it's what it's called Good in Bed and it's a, and it's about this dude who she hates who is like mean and toxic but they fuck like crazy and it's awesome. And then the next song is called Boys Will Be Boys. Right. About how boys are fucking toxic and all they want to do is fuck <laughs> and she's very horny on yeah, the album yeah no she's an extremely horny individual which is t- uh the movie was uh lucky logan lucky logan the logan so good yeah 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 i want to watch it it's on amazon it's okay on video. i'm fucking in there also james bond movie wise i do remember it's all coming back because i think i yelled for a minute yeah you did um yeah. they're all and i <laughs> yeah and that's fair um I think I probably said this. They're all on Amazon, except yeah. for the Daniel Craig ones. Yeah, you ones. did. So I got to give you a list of the good ones. Okay, look. Yeah, The Spy Who Loved Me. That's the best is one. Is the one that we're going to start with. There you go. Oh, God, I was so drunk. That was Saturday? God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold the mic like this. It feels good. Right? Yeah. It feels like you're doing comedy? Yeah. What's going on? Oh, man, I'm a left-handed mic guy, I, I found out. Oh, Most yeah. of the pictures, I hold it in my left hand. Oh, I'm a big lefty. Yeah, I'm a big lefty. And then I like holding it with both sometimes. Ah mm-hmm. oh, man, I can't fucking wait to do comedy. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, last Thursday, Alicia came out, and I was just drunk finishing that bourbon, and I was holding the mic, and she just said I kept repeating, with this, I can, I can rule the world. Yeah, yeah. Morgan has caught me in some pretty embarrassing moments as well. I, I cried to her about stand-up so many times. Well, it's such a huge part of our lives. It's all I got. It's all I do. Right. It's the only thing that I bring worth (laughs) to the fucking world with now. That's not true. No, I know it's not. Of course it's not. I've got, I I have worth. But (laughs) (laughs) you sound so unsure. I know. I I do. I'm excited about like just my first setback. I think I've got some, you know, you said you were writing. Yeah. It feels good to like write jokes. I've written a couple jokes that I like that I can see myself doing Mm -hmm. post corona. Right. Because, I mean, it's going to be really weird when we get back to it because everybody's material will probably be pretty f- similar. Right. There's going to be a lot of overlap. Tons. There's going to be a bunch of overlap. There's going to be a bunch of long-winded stories. It's yep. just going to be crazy when we go back and everybody has atrophied so much. And so we're rough. just going to have to go back to... It's going to be fun. The the level, the playing field will level off a little bit. Right. And like this was the first week where it was normal. I was like, okay, I can take it. And like I wrote like I normally would, which was just like jotting down on my phone, like punchline, 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 and then work back in yeah. the premise. Yeah. Because I work in my head and I think it out, then I'll type it out. Yeah. Or I'll remember it all day at work, and then I'll go up and say it, and I have it in my phone after that first set. Then I listen to it and go and back and edit that way. you carve it up that way. Right. Where I was like, okay, and I typed that stuff out, thought about it all day, and then I got on the Go Bananas live stream, and I did it. I didn't record it, of yeah. course, but like I was like, oh, I finally got these words out, and it, they like 
worked. Yeah, made Haran laugh, and yeah. people were ha ha and lol and in the comments and stuff. Right. So I was like, okay, this is uh, this worked. So I'm like, this can definitely translate over because it wasn't stuff about Corona. It was like my relationship. And yeah. Like Pornhub Premium, yeah, which is free. Sure. So like that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like it's definitely. It definitely f- is starting to feel more normal because we're in day 28. Yeah. It's, and, like, I think people are starting to get back into it. And, like, stuff, like, isn't 100% normal. Like, this is my feelings on the whole thing of, like, what I'm going through. Like, it's starting to just go back to feeling a little normal. We just don't have the same shit. Yeah. We just don't That's have it. the same shit. We don't have the same shit. And this is the normal that we have to live with now. And we've been used to it for a month. And eventually humans just adapt or die. Yeah, the live stream, it's been funny to see people adapt and figure out different ways to do it. A lot of characters, a lot of little kind of one-man sketches, Got get the wife or the girlfriend involved mm-hmm. or the partner, whoever's there. You know, it's it's been interesting to see, man. Yeah. It's like, been interesting to see. You know, like you were on a fucking live stream last night. For, yeah, and it was cool. Yeah. You know, and like everyone's inviting people up and doing some cool shit. So it's like, you know, pretty rad. It is bringing people together a little bit it's bringing scenes together i think a little bit yeah hannah roshline's reached out to us and she rules yeah i've talked to her i've talked to her a few times yeah i gave her my number the other day we're gonna facetime Ooh. yeah no i mean I know. yeah <laughs> she just hit me up she's well she wants to come on this yeah i know she should she was going to yeah she's like a fucking huge yankees fan massive so yeah. we, her and i can shoot the shit on that no she's not a sports girl who just she fucking walks the walk. She's got a goddamn Reggie Miller tattoo. Yeah, on like right under her boob. Right under her boob. Mm-hmm. Very, Very cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just think, I don't know. Imagine, I, I, I struggle with just picturing all the different scenarios that people are going through. Sure. You know, thinking about our friends, comedians... Obviously, it's like I'm I'm in the boat, so I'm looking around and seeing everybody, and these are my people. Sure. Uh, can you think across the board of a group less equipped to handle this than stand-up comedians, uh, bartenders, and servers? Yeah, no, but no, I'm 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 not, I'm, I'm talking about just like personality-wise. Oh no, God no! This you know, like everything. bartenders and servers. Of course, there are so many industries that were just wiped out, and sure. I'm not taking it away from them. But it's like I get what you're saying. A small percentage of bartenders or servers are showing up to work. Like, can't wait to fucking do this. I love, I love <laughs> serving tables, and I love interacting with people. And some people right. do, and some people do on certain days. I know I did, but most yeah. of the days you just go in and you're like, Fuck. all right, these fucking motherfuckers. I'm just going to take their money yep. and smile at them. Yep. But with uh, I don't know just like the the affirmation and the comfort that we get from going up on stage you just kind of got to be fucked up yeah we've said this a lot but you kind of gotta there's got to be something that ain't ticking quite right sure for you to be able to want to do it and then yeah i i just worry about a lot of comics i do too i mean and you know The mental health was already poor. Right. And then you're taking away the thing. The one thing. The one thing. This is like the heckler one. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? The heckler one. Corona heckled us all out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID-19 booze. Fucking. Yeah. If only it was was COVID-17, it couldn't get into the club. Come on. Come on. There we go. There he is. 
Speaking of the club, I've been doing that up yeah. at Go Bananas. You're going to swing by tomorrow, say what's yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, that's hi. fun just to be around some people. We yeah. social distance, but, I mean, we're in the same room. Yeah, I mean, I'll suck everyone's dick, but I'll keep my distance. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. You don't want to be rude. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't cough into your butt again. Yeah, and I've said this on a couple podcasts. I can't remember if I did on this one. I know I've said it on Instagram a couple times, but, you know, when you're out in public, if you see somebody that you're really excited to see, mm-hmm. as much as you want to high-five them or hug them, you can't, no. so just jack them off with your mouth. <laughs> that's right. You know, just give them the old mouth hand job. The old, the old mouth love. Yeah, and that's that's all we can do now. The time has changed. See the devil. Hannah just went live. Oh shit! There she is. Hander pump rules. Give her a follow. She's funny and crass, and She's almost wonderful. certainly talking about her pussy right now. One hundred percent talking yeah. about squirt curry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's such insane. a great nickname for your fucking gina. Yes, it is. Um. Well, let's let's we can whatever go in and out, but you know I know that we're all craving sports. Here it is. So let's talk some shit. Here it is. What happened? Jeff Passan um, leak had a source that said that they wanted to start as early as May, baseball season in Arizona, where everyone would be quarantined in the same ballpark and facilities. Yeah, and then all the games would just be played there. Um, no, no fans in attendance. No fans whatsoever. Um, you wouldn't even use the dugouts. That's wild. They would be sitting in the first couple rows, like each, everyone six feet apart. The players. The players, coaching staff, everybody. In right. the stadium. In the stadium. And all oh, the- what a fucking Twilight yeah. Zone episode. They would play seven inning double headers just so they could fit in more games. Um, they already agreed to expand the rosters. So I don't know what that number is. I haven't seen it. But Expand yeah. that roster and the Reds have full 40. Even like think about our roster now. That depth's dope. If you can put 40 men in the in the fucking. You can 40 people that have the option to play that day. Yeah, that's incredible. Right. We've got three different lineups that could win the central. Right. Exactly. And so you <laughs> have that so fucking crazy. I mean, that that that. Almost, I mean, it doesn't benefit anybody, but if it's going to benefit anybody, it kind of benefits the Reds. Sure. I mean, having that depth. Such crazy depth. Yeah. Where you you can have, you can keep Mark Mark Payton. Yeah. You don't have to send him back to Oakland. Yeah. Jose Siri could be playing shortstop. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he is your second shortstop, and you're not losing service time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do I think it's a realistic possibility? Absolutely not. You don't think so? No, I think there's too much money. That, like, if you don't operate within your ballpark, I don't know if they would agree to it. Also, I don't think that we're ready. Like, look at South Korea. They just started playing. They're doing the, they're doing inter, inter-squad scrimmages. They're where All the players are wearing masks. Everyone on the field's wearing masks. I mean, it's just like what Danny talked about in our group thread. It's just like there's so many people that have to be a part of it and that are stuck there. Yeah. You're talking all of the teams, all of the management. All their trainers. Trainer, everybody. Yeah. I just think it's too... Much and it's implausible. It's a little too much. Um, there's a difference between the eight teams in South Korea and the 32 teams here. Yeah, huge difference. Very big. Um, do I think baseball will be played this year? Yes, do I, I do. It, do I do I think it'll be played in front of fans? Absolutely not. Well, as far as sports that could be played during a pandemic, baseball's on the top of the list. As far as social distancing goes, yeah. I mean, you're not offensive linemen. Yeah, you're not. It's not basketball. You're not banging down in the paint. Sure. I mean, pitcher, catcher, umpire—they're on top of each other. Yeah. Other than that, 
you could be six feet away from every single person on the field. Realistically, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, you know, like you can play the game and it really wouldn't change that much. Did you see our shirt that we came out with? No. It said social distancing, 60 feet, six inches, and it's the mound and the pitcher on the mound and then the catcher. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's a good That's a good shirt. That's a great shirt. That's a killer shirt. CincyShirts.com. You guys are just killing it. We're trying. Yeah, you got some really nice stuff out there. Yeah, right there's now. like this one small business I really like that we got on the website. I think you might have heard of them. Go Bananas Comedy Club. Buy a shirt. Um, but um, I just it's not just that. I think it's you know like I said with the staff, the the coaching staff, the training staff, everybody. Um, but I think having fans in the stadium and having groups of people, I think that's just going to have to wait till fall. Or late summer. I just don't... One, I don't think people will want to do it. I think they're going to be afraid still. Like, I'm going to fucking get it. Yeah. And on top of that, like, is it safe knowing that they've said... The CDC has said, like... And and same with Dr. Acton. Like, as soon as we start releasing back into the public, there's going to be a little spike again. Yeah. Because you're getting people back together. So that's inevitable to avoid. So if you can avoid that by not having players and, and, and... fans in the ballpark then do that then do that just don't have fans in the ballpark yeah avoid that don't don't fall into a trap of feeling like you're safe yet just because we're anxious and want to be back outside and things need to be back to normal they're not gonna be back to normal for a minute so why yeah and and save lives and do that as long as we get to watch baseball games live on television again see that's what i was going to ask because you talked about so let's say that that theoretical does happen where we play part of the season in Arizona. Sure. How does how do the TV deals work? Because the revenue lost at the stadium, it's so much money in baseball as we all know is through sure. the TV money. Yeah. How would they do that regionally? Would it just be Well, and like baseball said they they have already or was it already or com- yeah, already they have lost combined 10 billion dollars in ticket sales. 10 billion. Yeah, that's some passants report. Combined. Right. So wow, yeah, that numbers just got, that staggering. just kind of took my breath away. That's, Ten billion dollars. It's April tenth, right? So numbers gone up since when he released that Tuesday at at mid Tuesday morning at like midnight. Yikes! Yeah. So, I mean, I think knowing that if you aren't going to have fans in the stadium and you already have those sponsors on board. I think they'll be like, you know what? So I can get, can I get a little bit more ad time? And then the Tabal teams will be like, well, the only way they'll see it is in commercials, so we'll pay up. Yeah. So they could jack those rates a little bit, knowing that they're the only live sport going on at that moment. Because what the fuck is the NBA going to do? Yeah. They had two weeks left until the playoffs. Yeah. They were in the <laughs> thick of it, of a really good NBA season, too. Right. So you're telling me you're going to have them come back in June? Play out those two, have a little, like a week ramp up period. Play those two weeks where you got a team that's thirty games under five hundred coming back to play two weeks. Right, it's asinine. So what? So then you you take that and then you're looking at you start the playoffs say June. Yeah, and then that goes for two months. Think about it. The NBA Finals yeah. is normally the second week, first and second week of June. And then it starts back in November. Exactly. So that's three, four months. That's three and a half months. Right. They can't do that. That's crazy. That's the, like a LeBron schedule he kept for six years when he was doing like the Olympics and like everything, the world, the world Basketball Classic and all that stuff, and like the the the, the, the like worldwide game. Yeah. No one, not everyone, can keep that schedule. That's not, no. that's just not happening. No. The Masters got moved to no, November. 
I mean, golf got pushed back super far. Yeah. Um, NASCAR has been doing those e-leagues, e which is so wild. Yeah, that's really something. And uh, what else What else am I forgetting here? Um, what's the WNBA going to do? Yeah, uh, what, how are they going to recover? That's just going to be tough. Yeah. Um, oh, MLS. Like, is soccer going to ever start? Because here's the thing, like, the last month to, like, last, like, month to, like, six weeks – the Premier League starts back up. All of the overseas, like in Europe and, you know, like they're playing. Yeah. The rest of the world is playing soccer while we're playing football. Yeah. So, like, you can't keep those players who are here on loan to finish out the MLS season. That's not going to happen. No, it's never going to so happen. So it seems like it's, lo like, logistically, like, MLS is the one where I'm like, that makes the most sense to cancel just because of everybody else. Like, at, like the, because of the players on the pitch. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that makes sense. But I think there's a chance for every other sport to come back. It's so weird. I mean, like, what you were talking about just as far as, like, the scheduling. You fuck one thing up, you might have to change it forever. Right. I mean, you got, the, you got what? You got the Summer Olympics 2021? Yeah. First time in, like, 2,000 fucking years that it switched <laughs> up? I mean, so what? I, so now is it just every four years now, but Except it's just plus a year? So it'll be... 2021, 2025, 2029. I think they'll rush to be back in 2024. You know, um, they, I didn't realize this, the Olympic Committee, there's like $250 million allocated to pay the American athletes. Yep. So motherfuckers are swimming 50, 60 hours a week, training every day for four years, and they make like 16 grand a year. Exactly. That money isn't there anymore. Right. Not until next year. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got world-class athletes who you might roll your eyes at somebody dedicating their life to fencing, but go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fencer. She's yeah. a fencer. It's what they do. It's their passion. They're, they're one of the best at it in the world, and they... And yeah. they represent our country yeah. in these games that have been going on for a couple millennia. Also, what a great resume builder. Yeah. You won a gold medal in fencing. Yeah, I'll have you be the face of my insurance company. Sure. Absolutely. Of course. I'll go have you negotiate after you're done or you go around a fencing gym. Yeah. But, like, you're set. Yeah. No, like, you're set if you're an Olympian. Yeah. Um, and also the Home Depot money rules. So the sponsorships yeah. are where they make their money. So yeah, like for you, sure. You know, Michael Phelps is a millionaire not because of – you know, swimming. swimming, it's because he won, and then Kellogg's was like, you're on Frosted Flakes. Yeah. You're on the box. It's so crazy to think about. Like, I didn't even, you know, I've been, been mo mostly focused on baseball just because of this podcast and just my yeah. fandom, really. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, football is far enough out that it could feasibly start with They some, think they're going to start on time. Yeah, I think that they could start on time. I mean... Mid, late August, early September? Well, you know what the problem is right now with football is the bonuses given for when you make the roster for OTAs. Oh, and yeah. they can't do that. They can't have their summer practice. They can't have their spring practice. Like, their OTAs, they can't have their... Wow. So, like, they're trying to figure out that money structure on, like, how that'll work. Cause Everything. You, yeah. Think of all the... God damn. Like, Todd Gurley got cut because the Rams wanted to save $7.78 million to not give him a roster spot. Well, the rosters aren't going to be set because nothing's happening. Yeah, so they just cut him. Cut. The best running back in the league. Ah, uh, well, he Gurley? did a shit ton last yeah, year. Yeah, he did. No, he dipped a well, massive. But we'll see what happens um, when he joins Atlanta. But, like, so that's crazy. Um, 
who was it that came out? It was somebody who plays for the Trailblazers. There's like a lot of people in the NBA need that money. Like bunch of like sixty percent. Like these guys are are living check to check. Yeah. You know, because think about it, they're traveling all the time. They got to. I mean, I don't know how much of their expenses they have to pay for, or how many watches they buy a month. But yeah, uh, you know, they're like some of these dudes need this like right now. They're yeah. fucked. And the NBA actually paid out. And they're like, yeah, we see that. Here's your here's your paycheck because they get paid on the first and fifteenth of every month. Even though they're not playing, they came to an agreement with the CBA. That's crazy. Yeah, there's just every little fucking thing we didn't think about. Like that is so as fans of sports, we're just like, oh, yeah, it'll just happen. I've been uh, texting with Trevor. We have got a FaceTime date tomorrow night. Oh, how's he doing? He's doing well. I mean, he's doing well. He's between he's in Lexington, but he also goes down to Jupiter. Mm. He's got like a little rental place in Jupiter because he goes down there and trains for like two or three months you know, a week here, a week there at a time down in the off season. Sure. Keep loose. Yeah. Keep loose. You go down there. It's like, you know, it's Jupiter, Florida. What a crazy fucking town. Weird. There are just so many millionaires walking around golfers (laughs) and baseball players. And they're just there very unassuming, but no, I can't wait to, you know, get some juicy goss from him. Hell yeah. Just because, yeah, juicy. Well, think about Trevor's situation. He's, he's, so yeah, they get paid two times a month. When Trevor's direct deposit comes through, it's forty grand. Sure. Which is fucking cool. Dude's making eighty grand a month. Sure. Nothing to scoff at. But also he was in like an arbitration contract year. Yeah. He could have gone out this season and depending on how he played, you know, he could have made Tons. he could have made his grandkid rich. Exactly. And uh so yeah, I know he's kind of wigging out about that. I would too, man. Yeah, arbitration's a bitch, and he's performed throughout all of it. Yeah. And, and was at an elite level last year. This is it's talking to Trevor and thinking of high school sports that just reminded me of that thing I just told yeah, it was you. so cool. Central Kentucky, cool thing. My, my high school, Tate's Creek, participated in it, and a bunch of schools did around Central Kentucky. All the baseball and softball fields turned on their lights for 20 minutes and 20 seconds Ugh. to recognize the 2020 class of kids, children. Kids. Yeah. 18-year-old kids that aren't going to be able to play. No. And a lot of them, like, maybe this was their make or break where they were like, I'm going to get that scholarship to that school that I wanted to go to. Yeah. I had a scout coming and said I have to go to my safety school, which it's like, I guess, but it's not going to put me on the path I want. No. And, I mean, that is, like, an elite minority of people. Sure. Most of them are like, I'll never play an organized baseball game again. Right. I'll just be playing beer senior, softball. Senior year of high school is like for 95%. Yeah. 97% of kids. Yeah. High school seniors, you're done playing. That's it. You're done playing. You're going to play, like you said, beer league softball, which is fun as fuck. It's a great time. But it ain't the same as dicking around in the dugout and pantsing each other in the locker room <laughs> and, you know, like. Get the goose going. God, I really, I feel for those kids, I feel man. so bad. I know how much kids. it meant to me. If my senior year got taken from me, that would have hurt. That would have sucked. That would have hurt. A lot. So That was much. 11 years ago. Yeah. Wait, what? am I at 12? We're yeah. 09. I was 08. Yeah, you were 08. That's right. You were a young gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have. Like, my mom was like, hey, he's smart enough. He can, he can, he can be the, the youngest the in the class. And I was like... No, I'm not. I'm an yeah, idiot. Yeah. This is bad. Mom, I got your brains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have your brains and dad's dick. I'm screwed. <laughs> I don't, I think I'm ready for seven, seven inning doubleheader games. I'm fine with I it. I think that that's cool, man. I'm cool with it, man. I'm cool with whatever gets us more baseball to get us ready for the, 
for the the pennant chases that are going to be awesome. So do you think with everything turned on its head, seven inning games, double headers, 40-man roster, everything's kind of like different and do you think that what happens? Do, do does it make room for a complete underdog or does it will it just almost certainly be like you can just pick every team who's going to win their division? You know, like that's what happened? Could like the Royals come out and just, God, you no. know what I'm saying? That's what I, I, yeah, I yeah. Get what you're saying. But I'm just saying like, does, is the playing field, no pun intended, more leveled or does it, or is it I think it makes the rich more skewed? Richer. It, that, okay. That's a perfect way to put it. It I makes think, the rich richer and the poor poor. Right. Because if yeah. you have depth, you're going to be great. But if you don't, you're, doing, you're, you're in the middle of a rebuild. You're already fucked. You're fucked. You're more fucked because yeah. you have less of a chance yeah, yeah. to make up any type of ground. That's exactly right, I think. So I think that's how it's going to play out. Like, we're going to see – I think we're going to see some crazy divisional leads. Yeah. Like, I think like, we're we – we've been seeing some tighter shit lately. Yeah. I think you're going to see teams win it by 20, 22 games. Yeah. I think we're – Yankees gonna, just end up 35 games over 500. Yeah. Just blowing everybody else out. Because, yeah, I mean, it's going to be like – the Yankees are leading the AL Central by 22 and a half games. And then the Rays are back like 20 or like are they are right behind them with uh, tw- ahead of everybody else with 20. Yeah, that was a tough one to get out. Yeah, but you nailed it. I tried. And um, but yeah, I think I think that's what you're going to see. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, it was I don't know. I just want baseball to happen. I really do. I really want to see Castellanos play for the Reds. I really want to see that. Can you imagine if we signed him and he never took a swing? Yeah, that's depressing. As much as we we sat here every week during the wit, the throes of winter, like waiting for baseball, sign this fucker. Yeah, and it happened, and now we won't get to see it. Yeah, that's soul crushing. Well, I like Tyler's tweet mm. about how the coronavirus is a direct response to the Reds actually spending money for the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I think it was I, – here's my – I forgot to do it. I was going to tweet it out today. Uh, the guy tweeted, he said, give us your craziest COVID MLB theory. My theory is is that they will just suspend the entire season so that way Jeff Lunau doesn't ha- – and uh, fuck, fuck, manager of the Astros. I'm losing it. Um, AJ Hinch. AJ Hinch don't have to serve their suspensions. Oh wow! Because if you look at what they MLB has said, they're like they came out and said, if you have a suspension of eighty games or less, it will carry over the twenty twenty one season. But if you have more than eighty, it's wiped away. How does that fucking make sense? It doesn't. It's Rob Manfred if you, dropping the ball again. Eighty games or less, it carries over. But a more egregious offense that carries an 80-plus game, it's just wiped clean? You're good. You're coming. You're good. Wow, that's the logic behind that is a lacking. It's a bad. I think Jim Crane just went over to Manfred's office and just got on his knees, and he's like, okay. Yeah. So then if it all gets suspended the next year, those two fuckers could have their jobs back. Which it won't. I mean, it yeah, won't they would Yeah, they wouldn't get jobs. Do you think someone would hire Hinch? I think both. they would both get hired. As a manager? Or as like a, a bench coach. coach. Yeah, bench coach. A bench coach. Yeah. Coach and Lunau would not be a GM. He'd be like an assistant or like an advisor to the GM. They both, I mean, albeit they both have rings. Is it the right way to have them? No, but do they have them? And they still do. were very good throughout the regular season? Yes. Yeah. And had good postseasons? Yes. And built winners? Absolutely. So why wouldn't you have Jeff Lunau right next to you who helped build that? Yeah. 
Is it shitty? 100%. It is. But that would be a real good advisor to have. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Damn. So that could happen. Um, that's my theory on the whole thing. So uh, my theory on game three of the 1975 World Series. What a classic baseball game. It was awesome. Such a good baseball game. First two games, little slow. Yeah. This one went into extra. We were at Riverfront. Yeah, which was wild to look at. Dude, so crazy. Yeah. Of how poorly it was laid out. <laughs> Man, we're talking World Series, all eyes, fall classic. And there's like wrinkles in the AstroTurf yeah. behind home plate. And then if you notice on the left and right field walls yeah. along the lines, they had tarps. Yeah. I'm like, it's this AstroTurf. Looks like a bunker. Yeah, I know. It was wild looking. People were packed the fuck in there. There wasn't an empty seat in there. Loud as fuck. So loud. And, uh, no, I mean, it was an excellent fucking baseball game. Whereas the first game, we really didn't get too many good licks on the ball. No. Like, I said, we were talking about games one and two, and I said we hit a lot of balls at them. That's like an optimistic Little League coach. Yep. They weren't screaming line drives. No, they were grounders. No, they were grounders. Louis Tion and Bill Lee got the best of us, for the most part. Bill Lee always gets the best of you, you know? Ain't that a fact. But, I mean, this game, it was... It was the big fucking red machine. Johnny Bench hit an absolute dinger. Yeah, he did. Davey Concepcio, dinger. Jose Geronimo, or Cesar Geronimo, dinger. They went back to back. First time ever in a World Series from an NL NL team. And they were our seven and eight hitters. That's Seven and eight hitters go back to back in uh, the World Series. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. We got RBIs out of Joe Morgan. He got the game winner. Sack fly. Johnny Bench. Uh, Jose or uh, Cesar Geronimo, Davy Concepcion, their RBAs came off of their dingers. Yeah, that was really something, man. What was crazy was their approach. Like, yeah, like so it looked like they were swinging a lot of first, second pitches um, in the first two games. You know, they were nervous. And I, I think the nerves would get to you playing away, especially at Fenway, a storied ballpark in yeah. the goddamn World Series. But then they came home and they waited on pitches and they made them come to them. Well, for the third game of the series, we had the least amount. We had the less amount of hits. Yeah. I mean, they out hit us. They had 10. We had seven hits and four of them were home runs. We also had some outstanding defense. The defense was killer. Was so good. Cesar in center, Ken Griffey Sr. in right, Joe Morgan, Davey up the middle. I mean, some really nice plays. Game saving plays. Dude, that throw was at the fourth. It was the bottom. The cutoff? Yeah, the top of the fourth. Yeah. Yeah, where it was a line. It was a one hit to Griffey on a bounce. He grabbed it, gunned it, trying to get the guy at third. He was already back, cut off or to home and cut off by Davey. And, and tagged Fred Lynn out at first, first base. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was really, really well done. And then the ex- ex- next at bat, Joe Morgan just up the middle, smooth like butter. Yeah. Got to it. His range was fucking crazy. He was yeah. so fast. So fast. He co- oh, he was so fast. He was really, really fun to watch. And that was, the Reds looked like the Reds this game. That yeah. was the big red machine. And we finally got to watch, sit down and watch and be like, yep, this is this is what my parents talked about. Yeah, absolutely. This is what they, when they talk about the big red machine, it's like, holy shit, firing on all cylinders. What was that? Was that in the seventh or eighth, that, sec- that double play by Joe Morgan that basically saved the game? Oh, yeah, where Just he tagged pos- the guy? Yeah, he was perfectly positioned. The ground ball came to him he grabbed it and then he tagged the runner going to second who was sliding and then turned and gunned it yeah it was a hit and run yeah so the guy was like basically on top of him and he had to field it i don't know it was very cool uh um sparky was definitely the hook 
Yeah. He was definitely the hook. I mean, our starting pitcher, he, uh, how much did he go? I'm trying to, oh, yeah, there. Yeah, Nolan went four innings, gave up three hits. He gave up a dinger in the first inning, or yep. the second inning. Second. Fisk barreled it. <sighs> he hit it as hard as Johnny did. Yeah. So Nolan went out there and threw four, and then we brought in Darcy, who was, uh, you know, decent for us. Every pitcher we stuck out there gave up a run, gave right. up an earned run. Um, uh, then Carol, who we determined is Billy's twin. That's me. Clay Carroll. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He has your exact same body type, exact, dude. Exact same build, same fastball, same curveball. Shoulders are thick with it. Real thick and just stocky thighs. Yeah, but I mean, it was... He, Carroll pitched for .2 innings. McEnany came in and pitched for uh, one and two-thirds. And then Eastwick, who got the second win of the World Series. Wild. Back-to-back wins for old Eastwick. He pitched one and two-thirds, gave up three hits. One of them was a dinger. Yeah. And that happens against that fucking lineup. How about this, man? Fucking three strike or two strikeouts. Mm-hmm. We struck out two players the entire game. Yeah. And the Reds only struck out two times. Because they were just either putting it on the ground or they're flying out. It was a good game. Now, there's always there's the bottom of the tent. Yeah. Where you got to be fisk fucking me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, almost got into a fisk fight. Um, oh, my God. Why am I blanking on who was on? Uh, we had Cesar. Cesar on first, and then it was Jeez Louise. It was uh, some wacky... Dave Brewster was up to bunt just to move the runner. Everyone in the stadium knew he was laying down a bunt. Everybody. He lays down the bunt. Arm Brewster goes to run, and Fisk runs into him. Well, the bunt hit almost in the batter's box. Right. It was like right in front of home plate. Terrible bunt. Awful. One of the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. That didn't go foul. Yeah. Or get popped up. But it just hit the ground, and it stayed... and uh, And then Fisk came out from behind home plate, and they ran into each other. And then Fisk went to go throw to second, and he overthrew it, and then and then uh, Cesar went from second to third. Yeah. No, it was Pete. It was Pete at third, wasn't it? No, it was Cesar led off the inning with a hit up the middle, and then because you remember the color commentator was like, how many times do you see a guy with a beautiful play out in the field? Yeah, you know? yeah right. So Cesar Geronimo singled up the middle, then we brought that guy in to pinch bunt, and, I mean, it was... You know, uh, uh, both of the errors, Boston had two errors. They were both both Fisk throwing errors. Yeah. I think that, that one that one is more of an error than the the original one. Yeah, and that was he shouldn't have rushed and throw the second. No, absolutely not. I get the mindset. You see, As a catcher, you see the butt right in front of you. You can grab it within right. a second. But, I mean, our guy, Arm Brewster, like, he took off running and then did stop. If that happened in the 2020 World Series, he would have gotten called for, you know, sure. runner interference. Right. And he probably should have. He should have. He probably should have. But at the same time where the ball was placed, Fisk had nothing else. To, they both were in the wrong in yeah. that situation. Yeah. But the call. I mean, he could have just tagged him. Right. Why he didn't, didn't he tag him? Exactly. I think the reason he didn't get the call is because he didn't tag him. Yeah. He threw it for a second and he got greedy. Yeah. That's what I think fucking happened. Yeah, you tag them, get the sure out. It was wild. It's 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 pretty cool watching these old games because you'll see someone make a great play and then one replay from like a slightly different angle, nothing too very different, you know. And uh, Hold on. Amir Garrett's going live. Oh fuck yeah! What's up, AG? Mybookie.ag. I was playing two K. 
That's funny, man. It was uh, it was pretty wild. Uh, no replay. There were like three or four calls. I know who was it that slid into third base and then their chest pop. Tony, Tony Perez. Yeah, there were two or three plays that we saw that were the wrong call. Right on both sides. Right. It benefited the Reds a lot with that interference no call and then Tony sliding into third base and being called safe when he was out. His body came off the bag and the glove was on him. Yeah. But it's just like in 75, you just look at him and you're just like, sorry, fucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the call. Yeah. What do you want us to do? That's Go into it. the booth? We've got four cameras in the stadium. Yeah, sorry. And also the commissioner's in the third row right now. Yeah. Would you want us to go tap him and have him make a call? Yeah, for sure. That's insane. Yeah, it was. It's. It, I really enjoy watching these old games. It's. I cool. do too. It Let's was really see cool. any of the other interesting fact. Game three featured six home runs, matching a World Series record, but the game was decided by a bunt. How crazy is that? Love that. Yeah, that's really cool. Red Sox pitcher Rick Wise threw a no hitter at Riverfront Stadium in '72 and a one hitter in '73. I didn't realize that. That's what Amir's doing right now. That's very cool. All right. Let's try and see if we can get him on. Just for shits and gigs, let me hop onto our podcast page. Why not? Why the fuck not? See if we can swing Amir Garrett. Yeah. So, man. Brian, what's the deal, bros? I'm with whatever, man. I'm, I'm going to ask him how much BS it was. The attendance for the game was pretty fucking high. I didn't realize that many people could pack into that stadium. 55,392. So Amir Garrett's on Instagram live right now, and Billy's going to try to go on and talk to him. I just said, how much BS is it that the show underrated your control? So so let's see if he says, let's see if he says anything. So we'll give it a couple... Oh, he's playing somebody for his crib. Hey, Tyler, man, come on, man. No, I'm, 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 not, I'm not playing you. That's so tight. We have a sideway hat wearing full. You don't even know who he is. So what are you, why, why are you over here? But yes, stroke is really good. Yeah. No, I don't compare myself to my teammates either, bro. We don't do that. I think this might be illegal, what we're doing. but Yeah. But oh. Yeah, we got a mirror on the pod, baby. Yeah. Not, not on purpose. Oh, I think he's reading ours. Oh, oh. That's so tight. He's just playing random people on Instagram. He's playing the show against them. Man, I love that, dude. He rules. He just Check out uh, here and just uh, keep talking about Amir. I'm just going with... Uh, some of these DVD case facts, umpires for the game, the umpire crew, which I thought was weird. I said this on game one. All of these umpires, it was their first. Uh, it was their first. He's talking. He's, he just talked about it. He said, "I don't." Hell yeah! That, that's right. That's tight. He just said. He just said, "I strike out more people than I walk, so it doesn't even matter what yeah. they think about what my control." What do you want, baby? Do that rules. Got Larry Barnett, yeah, Dick Stello, Dick Stello, top notch, George Maloney, yeah. We got Satch Davidson, Satch, Nick Colosi, and Art France. That rules. And we've talked about how well they're dressed. That's dope. But something I was like, they didn't take any shit, dude. None. They took no shit. 
Like, if you opened up your lip or if you gave a guy a bad look for a bad ball, the zone in this game was dog shit. Yeah, it was awful. Low and outside. Yeah, but, like, any lip that you gave the umpire, they just came right back at you like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> yeah. Like, the it just the dynamic between player-coach versus umpire was different. Yeah. Like, they umpire had the upper hand. Yep. Because now it's like the umpire, it's so easy to undermine them. Yep. You go out after they blow a call, and you're just like, you dumb motherfucker, let's yeah. go. And then you just prove them wrong. Right. But before, with no replay, no nothing, the umpire was just like, I said it. That's what it is. Yep, this is what's going on. What You know, it was like very pragmatic. Right, because they can go back into the dugout and they can watch where they were wrong. Yeah. And just be like, exactly. fuck you. Yeah, you're, exactly. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, so not like that That kind of domineering presence that they have over them was more so back Also, then. I think it might be the uniform, too. Now they're wearing like a polo, catcher guard underneath, slacks. Yeah. But back then, they had like the home plate umpire. Velvet maroon Jack. Blazer. Blazer. Looked so good. Navy slacks, and then he had like a riot shield in front of him. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So that sets that sets them apart. Yeah, my man down the first and third baseline are wearing tasseled loafers. Rules. Yeah, they look like a million bucks. They look great. Whenever, I don't know, like, we should do throwbacks for umpires, too. 100% Wouldn't that be fun? That. Like, it looks weird when the red legs are out there in our 1917s. But the guy behind the dish is in, like, some Nike dry fits. No shit. Put him in a fucking blazer <laughs> and a bow tie. That's what I want to see. Make him look like my major D. Yeah, no shit. It's that fucking ruled. cool. That, that game was great. I'm so excited for game four, game five, game six is a classic. I mean, game six is the Fisk the way forcing it down, forcing it fair. I can't wait to watch that that's one. Gonna be, that's going to be real good. Yeah, but, I mean, it's a full game seven fall classic it's i yeah. mean we got another month At we got least. four more games yeah so pretty exciting i have one more question lay it you. on me dude and then we'll round third and half for home what did you ask me oh. earlier oh yeah i forgot about this i did not i don't know um you know you got all this time on your hands you try to like think of like some deep things i'm reflecting on my life i'm trying to i'm not trying to get too deep or personal here on this funny podcast but do you think that poop is the butts come <laughs> do i think that poop is the come of, of the, the butt? butt um let me hear your answer and then i've been thinking about this for a while now. well yeah i mean i, I oh you're rolling up your sleeves no, i haven't gotten a ton of thought in it i mean the only reason why poop would be the come of the butt sure is that it comes out of the butt that's true <laughs> i mean there's no i mean but there is pleasure involved yeah, there's two different means of, of yeah, a lot of pleasure. I love a good poop, but <laughs> you appear to. I I told you this, and your eyes lit up. It seems like this question you've been waiting for this question your whole life. Yeah. So hit me with your rationale. What do you think? Um, I think that poop is the cum of the stomach. Oh wow! Think about it. And then the butt is the, the penis, penis of the poop. Uh, of cum. the poop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. The, the poop tum, tum, is the stomach frac- cum. Yeah, it's the factory. Oh, my stomach just came <laughs> after you shake a shit. <laughs> I just dumped a huge stomach load. <laughs> yeah, Billy, that's right. Yep. You're right. Yeah, so. The butthole is just the vessel. Yeah, the butt is the dick. Right. The butt is the dick and the, and the poop is the cum, but the, Your the inte- balls are the stomach. The balls, the ball, yeah, the vas deferens are, the are balls your... balls are the food? 
the balls would be the stomach because that's where it's all made. Yeah. The vas deferens is colon. No, that's that's the tubes that go from your nuts. Oh yeah. Up to to feed the cum. Yeah. So that's your small and large intestine. Yeah. And then the butt the butt your butthole is the penis. Yeah. The your, your the the butt the the colon <laughs> is the urethra, and right. then your butt right. is the dick. Correct. And then the toilet is your mom's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, that was a great that was a high, good high five. Oh man, Billy, that's the perfect answer. <laughs> Dude, I've been thinking about it watching that game. I'm like, I think I know the correct answer. Oh, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> that just weakened my <laughs> I just thought that earlier. I'm gonna tweet that and see what I don't think anybody can have a better response than that. No, I really no, don't. No, it's not, man. Uh, you can just tag me and be like, at William the Four says it's the stomach. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I will just retweet second and just be like, fight <laughs> it me. It is. <laughs> fight me and at us right the fuck now. God, that's, man. I hadn't even thought of it, man. It's just brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> it's just brilliant. <laughs> I had a really fun tweet today. I said, uh, what I tweeted, I said, I accidentally, and this happened, I accidentally called a slotted spoon a slutted spoon. Oh. Slut shaming? Look. That's the second part. It's like, look, I just want to let everybody know, and I'm not out here spoon shaming. Yeah. Please don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> also, a slutted spoon is sluttier than a regular spoon because it has a lot more holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's in the yeah. spoon community. Yeah, that's good. That That's very spoon-specific. Spoon-erific. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That yeah. makes me want to spoon you. God damn it. Are you big or little, spoon? Depends on my mood. I, yeah. Um, like when I'm going to bed and stuff, like if I'm like going, like she's, she's in bed for a while before me. So like I'll go in and then she'll roll over and grab me. Oh, that's nice. Um, but if it's like same time, we'll start, I'll be the big spoon, but being held is nice. God, I, you know, I'm just like kind of big spoon by default throughout my life. Just cause I don't know. I feel like that's your gender man. norms. You're a big man. But I, uh. I'm a I, I I think in my soul I'm a little spoon. Yeah, and I embrace that. I love being held. It's the best. Yeah, I having, do love being having held. Having boobs against your back. Oh yeah. And then just flip it around and just boobs in your face. Mm. Just boob pillows? Yeah. The best nature's best pillow. Everyone knows it. Nature's worst pillow, a tree root. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're coming up out. Of, they move sidewalks. Very so you think true. that's going to be comfortable? Yeah, no, on? that's not what you want to sleep on, Huck. Yeah, when you, yeah, that's some bullshit. Like uh-uh. mm, I'm comfortable. I can sleep in a field. No, you can't. No, the grass is itchy. The dirt's going to get everywhere. Bugs, and then you're b- bugs for sure. <laughs> bugs. <laughs> Love saying it like Billy. Bugs, <laughs> bugs. <laughs> and then you got your neck back on that root. Come on, that's going to throw your neck out of whack for weeks. You're going to see a need to see a chiropractor, Hucky Finney. Nick neck out of whack. I just punched the table. Fuck yeah, he's getting worked <laughs> up. He's about <laughs> to go in there and mad. spoon hard. I'm a little spoon the best, right, babe? Fuck yeah, dude. You but do yeah. spoon the best. Um, so yeah, that's a great. That's another great top tier. Question. Yeah. Big spoon, little spoon. Yeah. Very important. Oh, dude, I was I was dating this girl in high school. Um, and uh, one when we were cuddling up on the couch, and I just like rolled over one day. I was like, let me be the little spoon. She was like, isn't that kind of gay? <laughs> and I went, no, doesn't it? Isn't it nice? Don't you? Isn't it nice being Don't you held? Enjoy holding me? And she was like, yeah, it is nice being held. She was, so I was like, why wouldn't I like it? She's like, because you're a guy. I'm like, so I'm a person. She's it's like toxic femininity. Yeah, and then she went, "Oh, okay." Broke up with me the next day, and, <laughs> and, and now she's a lesbian. So, oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So she was just lashing out because she 
She right. wanted to be Big Spoon, but she was like, but I'm straight. Yeah, but I yeah. need to be held by Don't you. Don't you want to be a big man, which is what I want? Yeah, no, not really. I like being a little bitch. Yeah. It's no, me fun. too. I'm such a little spoon boy. No, oh, me too. God, it's the best. Little spooning's great. And then I complain too much when I'm sick, which is a, you know, the big man, tough guy. I'm like, no, yeah. I get a cold, I'm a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've been a bitch for going on a 28 days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 28 days of the teen. But speaking of spoons and boobs, let's go do that. Let's go let's do round that. Third, third, baby. Head for home. Um, my album did not come out. We we're going to plan. Because why? We're planning a release date. Because it deserves a release date. Man. Yeah, instead it of does, just leaking it. Don't just leak it and roll it out. Yeah. I mean, Have a date. Give people six or seven days. It'll give you a week worth of content of being able to plug it. Yep. And ultimately, having that release date with the buildup. Everybody's going to be posting about it. Yeah, it'll like, help a lot. It will help a lot. It'll help yeah. you move some. And on top of that, um, I'm in talks with like a publicist to like help me get it to all the right people. That's cool. Um, thank you, Danny, for that. But like, that's the shit that I don't think about. I was like, let's just fucking put it out. And I stressed out because it's panic. And you know, I was like, people need something to do. And I was just going to fucking throw it out. And he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Still take him, your time. Him and Clinton were like, no, stop what you're doing. You're doing this. You're doing this wrong. You care too much. Yeah. You've held on to this long. Don't fucking be a moron. So sorry, everybody. It's not out, but um, you will, you will hear it. Billy DeVore drinking at the kids' table, baby. That's right. Self, uh, the the label is me. So so fucking cool, man. Produced I can't by wait to hear me. it and plug the shit out of it. You did it, and it's coming out soon. Sorry, I didn't want to hit you with my ring. No, I know. I've gotten ringed one too many times. My hands are so dinged up from working up at the club. But oh yeah. As far as shit, I have to plug. Um, I don't have much other than the at Cincinnati Comedy Venmo. Um, I host a show every Monday at 8 at the Hub OTR's live Instagram. It's fun as fuck. If you go down to the Hub, uh, they are still selling booze. Did you see what they're doing? That now? little loophole, man. You can buy a bag of chips and get two drinks and like yeah. have them there. You can get the $5 hauler. Yeah, which can, is exciting. It's God, I love it so much. I yeah. tried to go there last week, last weekend, to get yeah. Kate Claus from Lindsay because she rules. Yeah. And I went. Because that's also where I recorded my album. Yeah. Uh, I went and fucking, like, I text her, like, I'm here. And she's like, sorry, I had to go in the nation early. We're not doing carry out. I was like, no. Damn, that sucks. But the bodega, we bought them out of all the flavor packs. The new one. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It was, I felt like a small king. Uh, also, at the Hub OTR on Venmo, buy a gift card. Yep. So you can go and get your post-pandemic uh, drink on. And 20% of that goes to Sweet Chuck and DJ Steve. Also go to CincyShirts.com and buy a Hub t-shirt. And buy a Go Bananas t-shirt. Help. And I don't know, my plug is to I don't fucking FaceTime your mom. Yeah. Or write, you know, write a letter, dude. I've been writing letters. Has that been fun? I It has been fun. It, people really appreciate it. There's something like trolling someone on a piece of paper. Yeah, it's really funny to just like roast someone, put it in the mail, send it through the mail. That's great. Four days later, they read it by themselves, and it's just like a little insult. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fun. I'm just going to write people letters and tell them how small their dick is. Yeah. Um. What was the other thing? Oh, I can actually put my dick pic in an envelope. Yes. And they're going to open it. Old-fashioned dick pic mail. No return address. Just send a picture of my dick to somebody. Beautiful, man. Dude, I'm doing that. Beautiful. I, that is what I'm doing next week. Get a Polaroid? Yeah, just... <laughs> shake it off. And yeah. then blow on it. And then throw it in an envelope, envelope and mail it to Andrew. Envelope. <laughs> envelope. 
That English Billy hasn't left yeah, yet. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to think if there's any. Oh, Fireside's going to be on the website, website soon. Fuck yeah. Um, some other cool people I'm really excited about that I've been working on trying to get. So, uh, Yeah. Puzzle Buddies Pod, Rumble's Lips, Just the Clip. I don't know. Support your fucking, Where, you like the Bengals. Yeah, two, like, just look into your, whatever your local scene is. If you're in Cincinnati, find somebody that needs some help and try to give them some help. Yep. Even if you don't have much to give. It which, always helps. Which, it makes you feel better. Yeah. It makes you, even if you're not doing it completely altruistically, like, it will make you feel better if you help somebody out uh, and you make a difference in someone's life. It'll make you yeah. feel better about your you own You already said position. Cincinnati Comedy, right? Yeah, at Cincinnati Comedy on Venmo. Okay. Uh, we've been really been able to help a lot of people out with some of those donations. So. It's been huge. It really helps. And it makes, yeah, just helps somebody's day. So I think we rounded third ahead for home, and we uh, we just crossed the plate. And uh, we'll talk next week, game four. We'll be doing it live on the Instagram, so come and chat with us. And if you have questions, too, like you're like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Just fucking DM and us DM on Instagram. Us, please, we'll answer. Yeah. And what also, else are we doing? I think it's fun. Come and watch the game next week with us and uh, call in. Yeah. Phil, Phil Pointer we threw him was on. on the pod and uh, just call in and just bullshit with us. Last week we had Matt Devan on. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was cool. So, um, so as always, um, thank you for listening and uh, go Red Likes. Stay nasty. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.